Thank God for showing mercy on me. Brought me home to the plains at the age of three. Occasionally, I stray from the nest, but I always come back to the best. LBK, love a T-E-X-A-S. Hey, what's good, LBK? This is Rob and Cam up in the uh, actual studio today. I can say that comfortably because this is the studio. I call it Moon Mind Productions, uh, Moon Over Lake Studios. I call it all kind of stuff. That's what I can't make my mind up. That's the problem. You notice I got 50 <laughs> MC names. I got 50 names for my studio, my business, man. And be like that, man. I think uh, that's cool. Depending on what realm you in, we might be in a different location. You know what I mean? So this is true. You talking about uh, like some string theory or some multiple universes? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, it might be at this moment. It may be Moon Mars. Next time. Ain't no telling what reality we in, you know what I'm saying? Today we got a special guest uh, in studio named uh, Mrs. Nope, I take that back. It ain't no Mrs. It's <laughs> young lady, Miss Ashanti Lemon. And uh, I, I don't know who she is. She just came in off the street <laughs> talking about some wild and crazy stuff about aliens and abductions and stuff like that. I don't know. We just... I. I can't vouch for what she's saying, but y'all just stay tuned. We'll see. We'll, you know, listen to her little story and see if it's credible or not. Mm, uh, but before they, we get into any of that, bro. What, what's up? I would like to say peace to the East. Oh, well, all my best to the folks in the West. And but of course to those up North. And for the people down side. Now you shut your mouth. Why you always interrupt me, man, when I'm, when I'm about to say that? I'm only talking about love. Oh, well, I am too. Cause that's, that's all, all we, we do. do. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "That's pressure, boy." Man, man, getting there. Mm-hmm. Hitting them lines on together. Indeed, indeed. You know, you know what I'm saying? Adds on to my uh, my repertoire. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this hard work, man. We we, we sweating under the lights and stuff. Actually, the lights ain't hot i'm just yapping <laughs> led lights are completely cool but hey mm -hmm. anyway lbk we uh as usual the first segment we're gonna talk about what's going on and i always want to sing that that uh marvin gay you can't help but want to sing marvin gay oh what's going on i can't say if that, I, but you yeah, know what I'm saying. if i could i would mm -hmm. i'm not even going to attempt I always try to remind myself to sing in my actual voice instead of trying to copy the voice of the people that sing. Mm -hmm. I have two voices I can sing in, and my wife hates them. <laughs> I got yeah. one voice I sing in, the sucky one. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It don't matter how high, low. They are uh, Louis Armstrong. Oh, oh. And uh, Larry Blackman. Hold up. Those are dope voices. That's a, it's such like a wonderful it. world. <laughs> if I start doing that, she's going to get hot. Hit, hit, that, hit, that. <laughs> hit that Larry Blackman, bro. <laughs> Y'all know who With Larry Blackman is? Y'all know. Cameo. Ow. Ow. <laughs> Anybody can. You can kind of hit a Keith Sweat, too. If you can hit a Larry Blackman, you can hit a Keith Sweat. Yeah. Uh, what what? What Keith Sweat say? Uh, I keep, uh, how deep is your love? <laughs> oh Lord, I had, Nate, are the mics okay, man? I know I shouldn't have. I, I shouldn't know, have been singing right directly in the microphone <laughs> like that, boy. The, the, the mic was correct. Okay, yeah. okay, cool. So my sound man. And I, I only remember one Keith Sweat lyric. 
What? Shooby dooby dooby doo. I know. Shooby doo. No, he's like, <laughs> Shooby dooby dooby doo bop, babe. <laughs> That means I love you. That means hey, I love you. Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. You know who else got their trademark uh, uh, sounds, a little little ad libs? Who is it? Like, uh, what's that dude from Jodeci? KC. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's a know, lot a of them. couple of them. Yeah, you can pull that. Uh, uh, yep, oh, yep. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, oh, that's so good. Say it again. Yeah. Say it again. <laughs> Lenny Williams. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he did that in every song because I ain't never heard his whole album. Mm. I heard a uh, a song he did with E40. He did it. <laughs> Lenny Williams. Oh, that yeah. was it a remix or was that really Lenny Williams? That was really, really Lenny Williams. I didn't know that was really him. That uh, Let Go and Let God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did not know that was really him. Mm-hmm. I just watched a video for that a couple months ago. <laughs> I think. Uh. Well, yo, y'all know how we do. We We some music lovers, so we can't help but... Talk about music all the time. We we be getting off track. We ain't even supposed to be talking about music. We supposed to be talking about huh, what's how going we start on. Talking about music, huh? How do we even start talking about? Oh, because you said, said what's going Gaye. on. Yeah, Marvin Gaye. That's, that's do it right there. Huh? Yeah, okay. <laughs> I told you, man. Music is life. Dog. Music is life. Yeah, you gotta keep me on track, bro. Cause you know I bounce off seven thousand subjects in a minute. <laughs> yeah, and either, either that or we'll be trying to come up and every time you say something, we'll be saying the lyric that that it remind you of. Mm-hmm. When you say something, oh, that remind me of song, so so. Yeah, yeah, I could do that all day too. Mm-hmm. Movie lines and <laughs> I don't watch too many movies, though. I can't really do movie lines. I'm just saying they, they it's like stuff that you know you've seen, people seen. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess you would think because there's some movies people think I've seen. I was like, I ain't never seen that. Like yeah. I've never seen a Fast and Furious movie. Really? They just never piqued me as interesting. A racing car? I don't know, bro. Yes. Yeah. I've seen several of them. They good dumb time watching. You just want to chill and I'm a lay back, sit there with your mouth open. You know, yeah, I drive. Yeah, I'm not no race race car driving fast like this. Yeah, I ain't never been interested in it. Yeah. like driving fast, bro. Don't drive. Right, I have partners that have fast cars. Yeah, and I don't ride with them specifically because that, bro. See, I'm not no fast. race car driver either. And I don't, I don't drive fast. And <laughs> a lot of people, I'm saying that I'm, I'm letting y'all know that because a lot of people have seen that video that we posted, oh, and I'm ar- that was you. and I'm already getting feedback and comments <laughs> talking about when you, when you, when I was like, wait, that's not me. I, I told <laughs> you we, we obtained that video through clandestine methods. I don't mm-hmm. know what they talking about. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Technical collection and stuff. Yeah, it was a basket left on the porch. Oh yeah, that's right. With it was a basket. Remember the tape was in it. Was yeah, like, what is this? How right. odd is that? That right. somebody would leave a tape right on the porch, and we actually had what's to, on it? We got to look at it. Right, right. we so, had to look at it. But since it was a tape, we had to go find the proper the mechanism tape, yeah, to play it. Yeah. You know, so who got a, a tape, tape player? player? You know, yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I, I think like, I got one in the closet. Tape, on. a tape, oh, what? video VHS <laughs> tape and stuff. <laughs> Caught me dashing at the studio mm. with the two inch tape. But uh, yo, uh, Cam, out and about. Yeah, we here we go, y'all. We we talking about out and about, and Cam finna hook us up with some of the the, the goings ons. Well, they have an elder justice program, Legal Aid of Northwest Texas. Uh huh. Um, helps looks like here at least sixty years of age, and have a civil legal issue related to abuse, neglect, or financial exploitation, phone scams. SSI fraud, identity theft, power of attorney abuse, guardianship abuse, physical abuse, or neglect. Uh, mm. Give you a number on that. It's, uh, 
888-529-5277. And locally, that's 806-763-4557. Or you can visit them at their website. What's that? www.lanwt. I guess that would stand for Legal Aid of Northwest North Texas. Texas. Yeah. <laughs> and I bet it's an org. org. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. It's like they but have that, a whole system set up to do these things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Especially the little ant fingers. They had right, right. these letters on this. <laughs> little you know what that means, bro. I don't know who they thought was going to read this. Yeah, yeah I, thought, I think they meant certainly not no elders. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but, <laughs> you got to have uh, the bionic eyeball to see that, man. Like, I think. I think. What this means is you have officially moved one step closer to being an elder, bro. I don't know. Hold on. Let me see. Read that. Well, I have 20-20 vision now. Didn't ask you all that. We just said read it. Uh Uh-huh. This is is Miss Lemon over here. Let's see. Can her young self read this? This program is supported by... Okay, okay. Well, that's enough. I mean, I can read it, but but that's not like a... It's like... That's like it's crazy because I can read it, but it's just extremely small and i'm like who can really read that you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like the font okay i'm approved i can't read it this program is supported <laughs> 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 from equal justice works as part of an original award for the u.s department of justice office of justice programs office mm-hmm. for victims i'm just uh, i can't yeah. see it but well, i'm saying tell us that phone number again yeah, he's thinking, over here struggling thinkingly, yeah he, man i just want to just painstakingly small. I want to find who did this, man. I, I know who did it. It's some people at the library. I ain't going to say no names. <laughs> Legal they, aid of Northwest Texas. But, <laughs> <laughs> I, I bet their initials is Tamara. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's uh, 1711 Avenue J, Lubbock, Texas, 79401. Phone numbers again, 806-763-4557. Uh, mm-hmm. 888-529-5277 and their website one more time www.lanwt.org mm. man if y'all if you are an elder who is going through some kind of uh, situation where you need some legal assistance <laughs> hit them up that legal aid of northwest texas man they got look like they got a program for pretty much everybody they should if you need legal aid yeah man. everybody need legal aid so they probably do now that you mention it hmm and if they don't know that that's available. Right. And it's income contingent, you know, so. Yeah. And not only that, um, I bet you if you go to them and they don't really handle your problems, I bet you they know somebody that do. I bet they can direct you to somebody that do handle it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. All right. So hit that legal aid of Northwest Texas up. Elders, veterans, all that stuff. All right. And then we have, uh, what's this, Silver Star, which, um says their program all-inclusive care for the elderly or pace uh pace allows senior citizens who would otherwise require nursing home care to live in their own homes as long as possible mm. and i i like the sound of that me too i, mean, I was just thinking that but when i get old i'm older yeah <laughs> and, and and it's you know to think about that man like the how the type of person i am i have i'm thrown on how I'm gonna be when I'm old because mm-hmm. man, you can't be a hermit. We don't know no People hermits. Don't what you talking you. about? I'm just saying, you know how you get in there, you be in the house, you chilling. Uh-huh. 
Man, people, man, you fall out, man. Right, Nobody right. won't even know. You do know. We do know a couple of hermits. We ain't going to say no names, <laughs> but that this was just, nah, just playing. <laughs> say, say, man, got to have somebody. We got to, I'm going to have to have some type of system going on, man. And uh, this seems like it, Silver Star. Uh, for more information, you can call 806-740-1500. Uh, they provide, it says, a team of healthcare professionals, primary and specialist care, transportation to and from the PACE Center, and other medical appointments, uh, assistance at home, and daily activities, social activities, uh, medication management, and much, much more. Mm. So that's Silver Star. And he I just don't, with those, I don't see an address or anything on there. Oh, yeah. But I can, the number again is uh, <clears throat> 806 Seven four zero one five zero zero. Silver Star. Silver. Silver Star. Mind me of Silver Hawks. You remember that cartoon? Silver Surfer. No. Nope. Sil- <laughs> Silver Surfer. Silver Hawks was a, it's a Thundercat. I think it was a predecessor of Thundercats. And mm. it's the exact same thing as Thundercats, but it's just they in space and they got metallic like armor on and they instead of fighting mumra they fighting monstar <laughs> hmm. it's it's not as good as thundercats I, it's, I don't know if it came first or after but you know that's crazy speaking of thundercats how all that time growing up i thought mumra was the bad guy yeah when you really i'm, I'm watching it the reason i bring that up because i'm watching it right now and uh now that you say that mumra was just defending his own they was aliens. They was literally aliens. aliens it's magic, aliens yeah. all through the show today. Lionel was an alien. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Matter <laughs> of fact, they say that in the cartoon. And they made us think that Mumra was the bad guy, man. He's doing what we would do. Yeah. But, you know, uh, he might have been the bad guy because there is that little part where he say, ancient spirits uh, yeah. of evil. Well, <laughs> now you say that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you say, yeah, yeah, yeah. On second they, thought, he yeah, could have been okay, evil, yeah, you know okay, He might have right, been the bad yeah, guy. Yeah, I don't know. That whole dwelling in dark, spooky he pyramids. Evil, but he wasn't the bad guy. Right, right, right. He was, yeah, a, he was an anti-hero. That's yeah. what they would call his day, I think. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. makes you think. And then the last one. Is to pick your own at the Roots Booker T. Washington Community Garden. And, man, before Halloween, it looks like the schedule was 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. And after Halloween, it's 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And it shows Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and the Saturdays below. So that would be, we are October 28th is the next, November 11th, and December 9th. Shows the days that they will be available to get okay. tomatoes, cucumbers, peppers, carrots, greens, onions, lettuce, <laughs> spinach, collards, sweet potatoes, herbs. No, I'm just playing. Herbs. Her- <laughs> herbs. With some punks over there? Flowers, <laughs> herbs. Herbs. <laughs> yeah, herb, man. <laughs> yep, and that phone number is 806 535 2475. Say that one more time. 806 Roots Garden at at Roots Garden LBK on Facebook. Whatever that sign is, now nah, I'm just playing. I'm acting <laughs> like an old guy. Uh, <laughs> Instagram, oh, and, Instagram, uh, uh, TikTok. Man, you know what? You mm-hmm. just mentioned Facebook, and I gotta, I gotta chime in real quick. Facebook can, can man, they, it's a lot of things they can do for me, and ain't none of them good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and the reason I say that because. I got off Facebook years ago when when COVID first uh, hit, 
and because it was too much negativity on there you know what i'm saying so mm -hmm. i was just like i'm out this camp mm -hmm. so i destroyed my account and uh recently because of the podcast i realized man i got to i got to get back on facebook so i can see what's going on and interact and, and get you know so mm -hmm. what's the latest haps and all that it's a lot of good good lubbock stuff on there i just made this account like a week ago or four days ago mm. already this is the third time this had happened since i got off originally they just sent me an email today talking about you you hold on i can show you the email <laughs> it's talking about it don't even make no sense don't even let me get upset because <laughs> uh, there's a there's a some british rappers and one of the dudes in there that i like and one of the dudes in his lyrics he say uh big book of faces necessary evil that, in one of his lyrics and that's how i feel about them uh, you know what i'm saying <laughs> here it go right here say robert you have 180 days to take action hi robert your facebook account has been suspended this is because your account or activity on it doesn't follow our community standards if you think we suspended your account by mistake, <laughs> you have 180 days to appeal our decision. If you miss this deadline, your account will be permanently deleted. Now, or disabled. Let me quote them right. The reason this made me mad, man, I ain't did nothing yeah. on the account. I just made it like four days ago. I looked at like three sites, joined a couple of groups. That was too much. And they was like, yo, this, this guy is a radical. Yeah, that's too much, man. He done joined two groups in two days. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? too much, yeah. Like, come on, what? what i don't get it somebody explain to me i gotta appeal like i got time to appeal like who i appeal that mean like that mean like you begging to them and stuff you know what i'm saying and yet what i'm gonna do appeal appeal to them <laughs> matter of fact i ain't gonna do that i'm gonna use my wife account mm -hmm. <laughs> so let me i hate to be like these uh millennials today looking at my phone all the time i'm trying to be slick over here though hold up let me pull these pictures up Oh, here we go. So here's my uh, what's going on. Uh, just wanted to let you know if you are looking for a job, Caprock Cafe and Orlando's are now hiring. Cooks start at $15 an hour. Dishwashers start at $13. You got to be 18 plus. They prefer experience. You get free meals during the shift for hardworking people who love people. You can apply online at CaprockCafe.com or Orlando's.com. Again, CapRockCafe.com, Orlando's.com, they hiring. Get your cook on, your scrub on for $15, $13 a piece. And uh, yeah, they prefer experience. You know what, man? Uh, I was When I was just looking at that earlier, I was like, dishwashers at $13 an hour. Man, what I used to make to wash dishes, $4.25? I know, but uh, <clears throat> I think they should pay the dishwashers more than $13. How come? You want your dishes to be clean when you go in that restaurant, don't you? Man, I'm just saying, you know, I, I'm years removed from the restaurant industry of working. Mm -hmm. But I know when I was a young cat, I've seen a lot of people in them dish pits. Yeah. I wouldn't eat nothing out of here uh, watching what they back there doing with these dishes, man. Give me a to-go everything. Yeah. Plate, cup, yeah. straw, knife, exactly. fork. Yeah, I don't want nothing. Give me style, style everything. 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 <laughs> yeah. And I want to unwrap my cup. I yeah. done seen the people. Yeah, I done seen the most, bro. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> that's why I don't eat out too much. Oh, Not you seen like you seen some unsavory acts? Man, I, I, I'm telling you, working with, man, I've worked in, f like, first graduating, working in, like, pizza 
Popeyes, mm-hmm. like McDonald's. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You that's that dope. First, fresh out of school, just uh, just trying to do some jobs. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it was all restaurants, Olive Garden, Abuelos, everything. Like man, I'm telling you. Every one of them, I saw something that made me be like, if you work here, I'll never eat out of this place. <laughs> they had to get rid of you and her and that guy back to you. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'll never so eat. So it was the people, really. The people, yeah. Yeah. People doing suspect stuff. Very, very uh-huh. sus, as they say. Real sus. Uh-huh. Is that, are you using new slang, bro? Did Three you just say words, a cuss yeah. word? Sus. Sus. I said like uh, Sylvester. Y'all, if y'all need a job and y'all want to do that, hit up Orlando's and Caprock Coffee Cafe. Man, uh, I was gonna say we used to work at uh, remember we used to work at uh, Abuelo's back in the day. You know, when we when we used to work there, didn't it seem like Abuelo's was almost out of town? It was 82nd, 82nd and, Street. And, uh, it was Quaker. like man, yeah. that was a that was a dip. That was a nice little low scoop. Yeah, <laughs> now that ain't nothing. Yeah, yeah, it's like that's in the middle of town. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. like, wow, oh, okay, that, yeah, 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 interesting. I remember, man, it used to be them uh, those desserts. I used to be back there stanging them on them desserts. When they put me on desserts, I was Those soap appeals with that, oh, that yeah. caramel sauce. Yeah. And that key lime pop. Say, hey, bro, I used to be back there hurting myself, man. <laughs> <laughs> but always, everything was always good when it came out. You know what I'm saying? That dessert station, everything was cool. But Yeah. Matter of fact, man, you just reminded me of something. One of my uh, uh, work friends gave me three uh, uh, gift cards to Abuelos. He was saying, I don't know how much on them, but it's something on each one. So I just want to say shout out to Kurt, man. We finna, finna take the wife over Abuelos. They used to be good. I hope they still good. As a matter of fact, they good. I think I done had them, yeah. some catering from them. They good. But uh, anyway, um, I don't know why I was getting on. I just thought about that because we were talking about dishwashing because I was a, I was a, I was a cook up there. Then they used to have me wash dishes. I was like, that's too much, man. Y'all don't pay, <laughs> y'all don't pay me enough to yeah, be trying to. Yeah, they be trying to, to win. They be exploiting you, man. I'm yeah. telling you, man. Uh, Robert, could you uh, maybe wash dishes for us? Too? What is this? Man, I'm, I'm trying to work on these uh, these shrimp and all these ribs and stuff. You know, mm-hmm. washing dishes. Don't you see the skill in these hands? You know what I'm saying? See, that these hands look like they bust us. Right. These, these hands right here hands. mix things carefully. I am a chef. Put soul and stuff this when they thing. cook. That's what these hands do. Anyway, man, don't get me started. Oh, and I did go to uh, talk to uh, Pastor Moore at uh, SPC, the thing. Oh, okay. The school, yeah. yeah. I didn't know they had a culinary program there. What? I wanted to go in there and show everybody up, but I was like, nah, I ain't going <laughs> to. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to embarrass y'all because y'all studying and this is an art to y'all. Yeah. And I just come in here and just get the whoosh, 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 I know. Whoosh, whipping up stuff in. I put a blindfold on and choose ingredients without even seeing them and still yeah. make like something on the dope. Car, I'm taking yeah. like straight cartoon. I just slap something there. A knife will fly up and chop everything right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Slide it in the pan. You know what I'm saying? Like a Rube Goldberg. Is that what that thing's called? A Rube Goldberg machine? Yeah. Is that those those things like that the once you strap the game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that's what that was called. I think it is Rube huh. Goldberg, Goldstein. Yeah, I think it, no, it's Goldberg, Goldberg, I think. I've okay. heard that name before. I just didn't know what it referred to. Mm-hmm. Huh. All right, I, then. This type of stuff I used to like as a kid, man. Yeah. Come in the room, you open the door, this string going to pull this. Like, man, what in the 
Yeah. Couldn't never really get nothing to work, but it was always interesting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> indeed, indeed. For our next uh what's going on in the community, man, um, I wanna let y'all know for all y'all veterans out there, uh I'm a veteran, my brother Mike is a veteran, uh my brother John is a veteran, dad's a veteran, we got veterans all through the fam. And um man, your your mental health and stuff like that is of course uh, of paramount importance. Yes. So if y'all need some help, man, with uh, your mental health or uh, feelings of depression or uh, feeling like you're going to do something untoward towards yourself, you know what I'm saying? You need to hit that veteran suicide hotline. If you know somebody that's actively considering suicide, call the veteran suicide hotline at 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255. And it's a service rendered by the Department of Veteran Affairs. Don't take that mental health lightly, man. Get in there and if you ain't feeling right, Talk to somebody, please. Call them at 1-800-273-8255. And again, y'all, I feel real self-conscious looking on my phone because that's millennial-like. <laughs> and I just can't, you know what I'm saying? I'm too, I'm, people with gray beards ain't supposed to be looking at their phone all well, day not. like that. But anyway, I'm doing it. Outside the box, bro. I know. Y'all excuse me. Excuse me, y'all. Don't get mad at me. So on the subject of veterans, y'all know we got Veterans Day coming up November 11th. That's going to be here before you know it. Veterans Day Parade is Saturday, November the 11th, 2023. They're going to line up from 8 to 9, 30 a.m. And the parade is at 10 a.m. It's down Historic Broadway east to the Civic Center. Down Historic Broadway east to the Civic Center. If you want to register, um, no, I don't see it on there. That's something else. Go ahead. That was, was, was kind of just placing my mind where that's starting. In yeah, start I can't see what's going east to. If you start on Broadway and if you go east to the Civic Center, that means you're much further west than the Civic Center. Somewhat further west. Anyway. Or are they going down that street? They, I guess they're going down Broadway, but. And they going. So they were. I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of hard to picture in my mind. Say, so just line up on Broadway, come to Broadway, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and yeah. the Civic Center, just be in that vicinity. Right. You, you, you know you ain't going to miss it. Yeah. You're going to see a bunch of cars and trucks and stuff and people lining Floats. up. Floats getting ready. Yeah, so hit them up, y'all. That's uh, Saturday, November 11th. Nine, line up from 8 to 9.30 and parade starts at 10 a.m. I'm going to try to be out there and get some pics and some interviews perhaps we'll see how we go uh one last thing the city of lubbock is having its 15th annual pumpkin trail the pumpkin trail 2023 and um let's see i had here we go i'm flipping on my phone oh there we go pumpkin trail october 26th through the 29th lubbock memorial arboretum and they also gonna have trick-or-treat street on october 27th mm. 6 to 8 p.m that's going to be at 4500 Avenue U. Once again, that's the Lubbock Pumpkin Trail uh, 2023. It's going to be October 26th through the 29th. And it's going to be at the Lubbock Memorial Arboretum, which is over at the Garden and Art Center, of course. And, man, I'm just I'm pretty impressed by that Garden and Art Center. I like I got my son, Mr. Nugent, man. He uh went up there and took a painting class. They got him busting out Picasso-looking yeah, works. Of art. You know what I'm saying? Like nephew, I was like, whoa, man. I don't know. Yeah. I'm a matter of fact, I'm going to put that up on the screen right here and let people take a look at it. But also, just remember, Pumpkin Trail, October 26th through the 29th, Lubbock Memorial Arboretum, and Trick or Treat Street, October 27th, 6 to 8, 4500 Avenue U. And I believe, bro, that is it for what's going on. Yeah, that made me think of 
The Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Yeah, <laughs> ain't that a good movie though? And do they show that anywhere? I don't know, but I they used to show that. I think time. they some did some type of something was going on with that because they showed it every year. Mm -hmm. Certain stuff we saw every year, man. Like, oh, it's on Apple TV. See, <laughs> leave it to a millennial. Are you a millennial? She don't know. What she is don't this? know. What is that? That's a millennial. <laughs> don't know what, what cohort they in. <laughs> Nah, I'm just messing with you. Don't feel bad. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so there we go, Lubbock. Uh, what's going on? Actually, quite a bit going on. Like I say, it's uh, it seems on the surface, it seems like a sleepy little town. But if you pull that first layer back, it's all kind of activity to get into. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So thanks for joining us for that. What's going on? Next, we are going to go into Out and About. Out and About. Out and About. Hey, what's good, LBK? Um, this is our second segment. Our traditional, traditionally, it falls second in the lineup. It's called Out and About, or if you're from Houston, it's called Out and About. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, today, I had a very, uh, very pleasant experience up at that Patterson Library. So you know that we do a section on this show called Words from the Elders, and I was looking on the calendar, on the city calendar, and they have a, a deal on Wednesdays at 2 o'clock at Patterson Library. They have a new thing for seniors called Senior Social. So it's like a kind of like a senior day out. Mm -hmm. They have refreshments, light refreshments, uh, snacks, games, and they are looking for anybody interested over, I think the age is over 50 I believe it might be 55. Don't quote me on that. But if you are a senior and you want to get out and mingle and meet some of your neighbors and your people, your fellow Lubbockites in your community, uh, go up to that Patterson Library Wednesday at two. So today I was up there and I met Mrs. Anna McGuire, Mrs. Doris Hereford, Hereford. Talking like my uh, my wife. She always try to put put stuff, uh, make it too, too proper. It's Hereford. She be she was like, Hereford. She say Wolforth. I was like, Nah, babe, it's Wolforth. It's not Wolforth. It's Wolforth. I thought it was Wolforth. Yeah, Wolforth. <laughs> Wolforth. And, and apparently, I like shallow water. She say shallow water. I was like, uh, Yeah, babe, you you betraying the fact that you're not from Ryan here. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, uh, Mrs. Doris Hereford and also Mrs. Thelmer Wynn. I want to say hi to y'all again. It was a pleasure to meet y'all and talk with y'all a little bit today. Uh, man, the reason I want to bring that up is because at that Patterson Library, that is where we record uh, many of our shows. And so if you would like to have uh, do an oral history interview with us and you are one of our elders in the community, man, if you meet me up on Wednesdays at two o'clock at that Patterson Library or shoot me an email, of course, at tellswdcast.gmail.com or at gmail.com that's tellswdcast at gmail.com and I would give you my phone number but it's escaping me so <laughs> I'll, I'll tell y'all later on the, we'll, we'll, we'll flash it on the screen down here that's that senioritis I'm having a senior <laughs> moment that's why I'll be at the senior social you know what I'm saying <laughs> But it was a real pleasant outing today, man. It was it was real cool to hang. And uh, so when these ladies were talking to us, um, they were all 
uh let's see i think they had they all had successful long successful careers mm. and when i was found it really interesting is that miss thelmer Wynn, i think she said she only really had two jobs and it was like uh i forget where the first one was and then the second was i think it was at covenant if i'm not mistaken so but the, all three of these ladies are retired and they're all sisters and they all look much younger mm. than you whatever they age is so they, is that a job or career you know, there's, there's a difference in that. She must have had a career because she only yeah. did two different things, I believe, mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken on yeah. that. And uh, let's see, Miss Anna McGuire, I believe she said she, oh, man, I can almost hear her say where she worked. But the point is, all three of these ladies had some, you know, they worked and did some some cool things. And we didn't get a chance to do any kind of um recording there in mm -hmm. fact i didn't really want to record i just wanted to mingle and meet some of these people and kind of mm -hmm. ask them and so i'm asking y'all anybody that's watching this that's a senior that would like to have an oral history interview done hit us up um tell swdcast at gmail.com or go down to the comment section below and leave us uh, drop us a line get in contact with us tell us your email your contact uh, info or by the way if you have or uh, if you are not a senior but you want your grandparents or your parents to record an oral history interview. They have an interesting point of view on things and, you know, got that old school years of knowledge going back, kind of like libraries, essentially. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Uh, if you know somebody like that and you're not a senior, please, y'all do the same. Hit us up. Let us know. Uh, we that is part of our mission here at the Southwest Digest is to. Uh, preserve some of the knowledge and wisdom of our elders and ancestors. You know what I'm saying? So hit us up for real. For real. But anyway, for uh, real, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> bro, you got anything else on that? Um, nothing, man. I'm, I'm really interested, man. Uh, I do the same thing when I go, I usually, uh, try to catch them up there at the May Simmons Senior Center. Mm -hmm. Uh, cause I shoot Pau with several, mm -hmm. several, characters yeah i was <laughs> gonna say those cats up there are some yeah. characters in, in the best way possible yeah, they, i love them I, cats. I enjoy it yeah so and i i like to listen to the just the stories man and just how lubbock was mm -hmm. how things and different events people's lives living through that like you know we have to resort to history books and things like that and a lot of people around us live that Every, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Live right through that whole period, man. And it's, I, I can't fathom that really mm -hmm. because, like, just to think of the strength mentally mm -hmm. that our ancestors had to have, man, to make it through some, a lot of what was going on, man. It's mm -hmm. like, to leave out of that with, with your sanity, you know what I mean? And still be productive in life, man. And, that's commendable to mm. me, man. It's 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 just like, man, I couldn't imagine. I mean, but I guess you would, being in that time frame, you wouldn't have the mindset that we have now. This modern understanding of mm -hmm. having to step off the sidewalk, can't mm -hmm. look people in the eyes, and yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, you yeah. know, and it's like now, it's the whole total opposite. Mm -hmm. That they won't even look you in the eye. Mm -hmm. They move around when you on the sidewalk. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It's mm -hmm. like <laughs> it's a whole hundred and eighty degree, yeah, type thing going yeah. on. But and that that stuff is uh, it seems so far in the past, don't it? And it's, it's not because it's, it's people not really. are still living 
that went through all that. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Pops was telling me about a situation one time when he was a kid and uh, him and his brother Travis, Uncle Travis, they was uh, they was somewhere with Grandpa talking to an, uh, uh, some white gentleman that was uh, a boss or a supervisor or something like that. Somebody that I don't think he may, he may not even been Grandpa's supervisor or anything. He was just a, a white guy that was about Grandpa's age and Grandpa was being, you know, a little, a little subservient and around him you know what i'm saying and i guess uh when he when, when they were standing there talking he said dad said that the the guy's son was like six or seven years old a little white guy's son six or seven years old him and his brother like 10 and 12 or something like that or 10 and 14 and they had to sit there the little white boy had a he had a, a lasso so this little white kid throws this lasso over dad and uncle travis and like lassos them and they sitting there they were un unsure what to do being kids, and Grandpa didn't say anything. So he said it was you know, it was pretty humiliating to sit there and have to. Mm -hmm. And they're old, way older than this little six year, seven year old. And and then there's all kind of angles on it. Was he six or seven year old thinking he a cowboy just playing? Who knows? And you know did, what I mean? did Grandpa even know that they had a rope on? I don't know. Mm -hmm. I wasn't there, but that's one of those situations. I can see how they would have been highly upset. You know what I'm saying? Shoot, yeah. <laughs> and again, that was probably, I bet you that was in, I can tell you what year it was. It was 46, 56. It was about 1956, 57, 58, 59, 60. Somewhere off in there. Well within Pops' life, lifetime. Mm -hmm. Obviously, he was there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but anyway, it's those kind of stories, man, that we, I treasure. Mm -hmm. Like straight up, I value that understanding of a whole different time you know yeah, what i'm saying oral history that didn't make the history books man right you know what i mean like, right but a lot of times that oral history contradicts the history books too and that's why mm -hmm. because they say the the victor yeah writes the story mm -hmm. you know what i mean mm -hmm. yeah. i think it was napoleon said history is a lie agreed upon or something and like that, that and that's what it is mm. and that's why it's important that's why we do words from the elders because these people were there you ain't got to you ain't got to google it you know what i'm saying yeah google full of uh full of computer code too i was gonna say full of something else yeah. <laughs> google google algorithm crooked too you know what yeah. i'm saying mm -hmm. so uh anyway man that's why we do words from the elders and that's why we go out and do things like go to the library at two o'clock on wednesdays to talk to the seniors at the senior social and and i think they got the may simmons breakfast um it's like every third. It looked like it's every third Friday, Friday. at 930. Mm. Yeah. So every third Friday at 930, May Simmons has their breakfast. I think it's $2 a plate. Something like that. So anyway, y'all will see Cam and I uh, lurking around the edges. We ain't going to be lurking like on the Internet, but we're going to yeah. be respect respectfully <laughs> circling, looking, looking for victims. <laughs> Looking for people to record. So y'all be ready. Don't be shamed. Don't be scared to talk to us. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. Mm -hmm. Don't be scared. <laughs> Thank y'all for tuning in to this episode of Out and About. No, this segment. This Out and About segment. Yeah. Oh, Yes, yes. Smooth groove. I like that. What you think about that song, bro? Man, I yes, it is 
definitely syrupy smooth it's typical frankie beverly and maze you know what i'm saying i have a confession to make which i hate i'm kind of ashamed to say this <laughs> hope nobody hear this when i tell you just you know i don't think i ever heard that song before man i remember like i was saying what i, I believe that came out in the mid 90s that cd mm. and um a friend of mine a good friend of mine, my partner Cedric, his dad, Randy, had turned me on to Frankie Beverly and Mays. And, uh, cause he used to always tell us, boy, I done, I done forgot about more good music than y'all ever hear. You know? That's probably true too, huh? <laughs> so he used to, he used to, I, I, Randy's always lace us up on the old school, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Stuff like that. And, uh, I remember, uh, I have a small confession to make, man. I, I might have peeled them for the t for the CD back then. You, you know? peeled them for <laughs> the CD. I peeled them for it, man. I'm shady. I'm you so a, I'm so ashamed. Yeah, you man. a CD steeper, man. <laughs> man, bro, I don't care about none of that. Cause we have, you can ask Mike. We have two of those big CD cases. Right. Remember they used to have them in there yeah, yeah. with the zipper. Yeah, yeah. And you can put like two hundred CDs yeah, in these. Yeah. And you know we had them full. They was yeah. full. I can show you them CD books, bro. And over the years, yeah, everybody that was in that white boat, then the white ghost, yeah. was stealing CDs, man. Uh, they was stealing, they was stealing CDs, man. Uh, Except one, I remember my partner Marcel, man. My uh, when that Outcast, mm -hmm. the one with the, I think this might have been the first one. It's the one with the woman on there with in the different colors. Red, yeah, that's black, that's green, uh, that is Southern playlist. Yeah. I think it is. I remember, man, he got in the car one day, man. It's it's back when uh we used to go to the skate ranch. Yeah. And then after the skate ranch, everybody would hit that McDonald's on nineteenth. I remember we was leaving the skate ranch and he was getting in the car and I was trying to tell him like, Hold on bro, let me get my C D out the seat. And he just opened the oh. door and just flopped down on it. Crack man. Oh, oh. <laughs> Man, ain't that ain't that tragic when your CDs, uh, when your music collection get damaged? Yeah, that's the only bad thing about CDs coming from tapes. Yeah, is that once it gets scratched or yeah. broke, it's out of there. Or that the other side of that yeah. stuff start peeling. That's yeah, because you would think that once it's scratched, but it's not that. It's the data that's off inside yep. of it. It is. It I is. never know that. Well, I did. At first, I didn't even start mm. figuring out ways to manipulate them CDs. Yeah. That's why, in some ways, tapes are better. Because I remember I used to be a surgeon when it come to cassette tapes. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I take a... I wish a, I wish a uh, tape player would eat up one of my tapes. Boy, I eject that mug and carefully remove that tape mm -hmm. out there and get me some... Let me tell you the technique. First, I would scrub in. Yeah. You got to wash your hands. You know what I'm saying? You got to ground out with electricity. You know what I'm saying? Put your static electricity bracelet on. And then, man, I put pull that them two sides of the broke tape out. If they was ragged, I'd trim them slightly mm -hmm. with a scalpel. Which, yes, I had an X-Acto knife. I was that dude with a chemistry set and X-Acto <laughs> knife and all that. And then put them mugs. I had a little stage that I had kind of made where you could put it on there and get you some scotch tape. And trim it exactly the width of the cassette tape mm -hmm. and carefully lay it out and tape it back together. Then take, here's the key. Most surgeons didn't know this technique. Take another piece of scotch tape that's real thin and tape the backside together too. Mm -hmm. That's how you do that. You really, you put the big, the big piece on the backside and the little piece on the front. So mm -hmm. that way it could still read it when it played. 
Yes, I saved many lives that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saved Funkadelic, oh, Michael man. Jackson Thriller, Don Newkirk Funk City. <laughs> yes. I, I can recall the names of the people whose lives I've saved. Yeah. I mean, cassettes. <laughs> Anyway, a <laughs> little too dramatic, but uh, music <laughs> is life, I'm trying to tell you, yeah, man. For real. And for cassettes real, used to be like, what, about 5 or $6, I think, a piece, six ninety nine or something like that. That was a whole week's worth of allowance, man. That was Matter of fact, that was two weeks of allowance. Man. I know I used to get in trouble. You would still borrow that paper up and put it in that corner yep. of that tape. Yep. Yeah. Finna dub over this. Yep. That Sunday Night Jam. It's yep. down, man. <laughs> Y'all remember that Sunday Night Jam, man? <laughs> Who out there remember Sunday Night Jam? I do. I had some tragic, tragic love story consequences on the Sunday Night Jam, man. You got them dedications? <laughs> it was, uh, I was trying to leave a dedication. It was, I was hollering at this chick. I ain't going to say no names because I'm trying to protect the innocent. You know what I'm saying? But I was hollering at this chick and she was gorgeous. You know what I'm saying? This is what, like ninth grade, maybe? I think it was 89 for me. And, uh. I'm hot at this chick, but her mom didn't like me, so her mom had like told her we was we was broke up for a while. And I went out of town down to Bryan, where my grandpa and grandma and them live. Mm -hmm. uh, and I called back up to Lubbock long distance. Uh, it why, was why for? Because because I had to. It was Sunday night jam, and I had to I had to leave a dedication. I was heart broke. I was separated. You know what I'm saying? And we was held apart by the powers that be. That was her mama. Mm. And I called this cat named DJ Gentleman Slim. Y'all remember that cat? <laughs> and uh, come to find out, he was dating the, the ladies, the young lady's mother, but he had never seen her. And so anyway, he asked me some questions and I told him some answers because I was honest. I was a kid and he was an adult. So he asked me a couple things and I told him a couple things. Yeah. But I didn't know that she didn't want him to know those things. So when I told him that, he said, yeah, I got you, bro. I'm definitely going to play your song, too. And he played it. I think it was Troop or something. Younger, yeah. <laughs> you're a friend of mine. Anyway, I was feeling good. Man, about 15 minutes later, her mama called me long distance at my grandma's house. <laughs> and said she called me and she said, we can never talk again. We can never. I was like, what? And then her mama got on the phone and cussed me out. I was mm. like, oh. I was like, oh, I was heartbroken. Yeesh. <laughs> man. <laughs> Crazy. Said, man, I kind of want to know what, what he, what you, what he, what you tell him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can, cannot divulge those details uh, related to intelligence collection methods. And <laughs> okay. I'll tell you after the show anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, that Frankie Beverly dog, he, he got, all his songs kind of sound the same, but that's his stilo. It's mellow, it's hype, but it's mellow. And that's why I like him because um, if you listen to that track that we just played, he to me, his signature sound is that mellow with nice bass lines and exquisite percussion mm -hmm. floating around the edges of the tracks. Mm -hmm. All that's his songs. Like yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's ear candy, man. That's just sh sheer sonic bliss. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. uh, as they say, eargasm. That's just like ah, what yeah. And that's uh, that's why I like listening to music with with uh headphones on. Yeah, because you can really hear the mix. Mm -hmm. And uh, I remember listening to uh the Marvin Gaye Sexual Healing. Yeah, as a kid though, wake up, wake up, wake up, and, uh, wake up. like right at the beginning, 
it's a a guy on there that said boo 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 boo. But you gotta, if yeah. you gotta, it's like right at the beginning of the song before he starts singing, and it, it goes with the. I guess they were like uh, mimicking the bass line or something, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but you can hear it real soft. Somebody say boom, 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 and I don't know. That was, that was just always funny to me. Like uh, you can't hear it, but you can hear it. Right. Kind of like uh, on the uh, Machiavelli uh-huh. at the beginning, where it say Suge shot me. And if you don't pay attention, you'll never hear it. But once you pay attention, you can never unhear it. I ain't never heard and that. And it was like, now who put that Come on the with song? Me. On the uh, the bomb first. Quick C, uh, what's that? How the bomb first. Right when it for the, when the Machiavelli CD first. When you press play on it, the first uh-huh. song, it's like some, ah, uh, like a. Set like some audio audible talking like yeah, yeah, a yeah, crowd yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. And then real low you can hear it say, Shook shot me. And then the the C D starts where it was like, wow. uh, like when we finish I'm let Yeah. But that's why I say just listening to weird stuff like that in the songs and or you might hear a triangle ping yeah. in the background somewhere. I don't know that's why I like putting them headphones on, mm-hmm. man. That's uh who started me, like I said, that mm-hmm. was Pop started me appreciating music like that, man. It's just like listening to the like you said the mix and i love the mixes where they they almost three-dimensional that's exquisite mm-hmm. that's uh, like uh i like the the smoky robinson cruising mm-hmm. the how they how they put that that music the beat everything is put together man yeah. it's just that's exquisite to me to listen to that man is that called the arrangement i guess yeah how they arranged it yeah, yeah. I, that's one of them terms you be wondering like when you read the liner notes and you be like arrangement what, what does that mean what exactly is that you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying <laughs> like, I, I think i know it maybe sort it's of like uh what little jay said give me a pound of them red them horns with red hats in it yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right now fellas give me what do you say give me a ton of everything, everything and yeah. cut it with the trigger happy <laughs> <laughs> Ghetto boys, <laughs> but I it's a uh I can't think of the song the original song where they got that from that guy oh what is his name that might be the next one bro okay I have to bring it up but it's a it's an actual song yeah 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 um, oh it's Archie Bell and the Drills uh, no tighten up no not, not tighten up uh uh-uh. it's another oh what's that guy's name tighten up I know it because uh. Oddly enough, I was at the senior center shooting <laughs> pool one day uh-huh. with Mr. Ernest Peoples. Okay. And uh, I think on Thursdays, they have the like the jazz hour or whatever. Mm, so yeah. They pull the speaker out and have the music playing. Mm. And he's uh, he always got the jukebox, Mr. Peoples. Mm. But uh, as I'm shooting pool with him, that song came on. And when I'm listening to it, I can hear the ghetto. And I was like, I, man, I was like, Mr. Peoples, who is he? And he told me the song, yeah. the, the guy who did it in the song. So I had to look at him, look on my phone to see yeah. what it is. But Ain't uh, Mr. Peoples, that. that's not the gentleman that told you about Bad Betty, is it? No, that's Mr. Willis. Mr. Willis. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen him up there, man. I went. I've been looking, bro. Mm-hmm. But uh, Mr. Al, he's an interesting man, Al, uh, Mr. Al Gomez. But okay. he he's retired military, so... Uh-huh. You have to catch Mr. Al, like, sometimes he'll talk about stuff, and then sometimes he is not going to happen. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. So that's I why when that. I asked him, he was like, well, we'll see. Yeah. It's just that look on his face. I was like, ah, man. He probably ain't going to talk yeah. no time soon. <laughs> <laughs> you got to ask him politely every time you see yeah. him. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, like, Because, <sighs> like I say, he's retired military. And I know one time, man, they was talking. It was the, the gentleman sitting at that table. I was there. 
it was matter of fact it was on one of those mornings that they were doing the breakfast mm. and i was helping alvin serve breakfast man i was back there in the little kitchen part mm-hmm. and alvin was like you hear that and i was like what and he was like what mr al said and i was like uh. he was like man you know he used to he retired military man air force or something like that mm-hmm. and he was like he he had like some high clearance up mm-hmm. in there somewhere mm-hmm. and he was like every now and then he'll he'll say something that you'll be like what and then he'll never repeat it again wow. now i'm talking about won't even nothing and he's just wow be like bro that's why i say one day i'm gonna catch him man yeah i'm gonna yeah <laughs> be like what you what you say mr exactly oh, speaking yeah, to my color yeah, nah. <laughs> <I'm saying. laughs> <laughs> did y'all get that did y'all get that <laughs> yeah for real man like no nah, i don't want nobody visiting no nah, we don't we don't we don't visiting do it like that when yeah. we do oral histories we do it straight up <laughs> straight <laughs> we don't, up we don't uh, be putting collars up to you mm-hmm. no, shirt I, sleeves no, and stuff no sir i don't go around mm-hmm. with no tape recorders uh, <laughs> not at all not at all <laughs> it's not my stilo baby mm-hmm. baby nah. 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 <laughs> every code that i've ever heard say that's not that's not kosher that you, you know do. what i'm saying Mm-mm. If somebody voluntarily talking to you and they know we recording, we doing these orders, that one thing. But snitching mm-hmm. or spying or surveilling, ah, yeah, yeah, that's a Mm-mm. that leave a bad taste in your mouth right there. Mm. But uh, yeah, I think the, that that's uh, that Frankie Beverly man that that don't leave a bad taste in my mouth. Nah, that, nah. that always leave a good taste. Mm-hmm. Uh, my my uh, mother in law is uh, she's from Panama and. Man, that's her favorite group. She love Frankie Beverly and Mays, boy. Mm-hmm. She love them, and I know why. Because it probably <laughs> remind her of a good time period in her life in the nineties, mm-hmm. and it's it's just so subtly funky and well mixed and well produced and well expertly played. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And his voice is amazing. And I didn't know he was. I, don't he sit? Don't he play the keyboards? Mm-hmm, I, I believe I so. think he'd be sitting at the keyboards mm-hmm. I didn't when I listen to the music I don't picture him sitting down playing the keyboard mm-hmm. but I but then but that's what about um those older groups like that bro like everybody was doing something every noise you heard yeah somebody was making that happen you I, know that's what I mean? why I love old music and looking at it too mm-hmm. you know what's the dope song like that SOS Club, uh, baby, you can do yeah. it. Take your time, <laughs> yeah. do it right. I was watched the video for that on Soul Train, man, on, on YouTube. They got they on Soul Train, and like you said, it's like seventy two people in that group, and everybody in there doing at least one thing. Some people doing two, two mm, or three things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Making it work. They making it happen like, up in there. Like yeah, that's what I'm saying. And because you look at those old album covers, like you say, it'd be like twenty people in the group yeah. on there. But everybody do everybody doing something. Mm-hmm. Everybody doing something. Three, and doing yeah, we it got well. like three guitar players. We got three or four keyboard players. Yep. Because you got the bass, then you yeah. got the lead. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then you got the yep. horns. Mm-hmm. That's uh in that in that SOS band is like you said. It's, I think it's three horn players. It's uh, one of the dope parts of that song is when they say boom 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 boom. Like a xylophone. That's what I'm saying. And the, it's funny because I think, if I remember correctly, the cat with that's playing the xylophone be blowing the horn. Then he stopped for a second and be like, doo, 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 doo. <laughs> like man, they just. And then, oh, that's what it was. Uh, the the cat that play the keyboard part, the breakdown. Mm-hmm. He doing that, and he also the dude that played the xylophone. Mm-hmm. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> that's what I think. Man, I love that old stuff. Mm-hmm. Who does that nowadays? Man, I don't know, but I know uh, when we were at the uh, 
what was that? That that we were at that church thing that time. Oh yeah, that um that uh that free concert for gun gun the victims of gun, gun violence, violence over there. Uh-huh. And it was like when they had started the singing part by Butler Park, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they the uh the the choir, well not even the choir when that young man that group yeah when they would start singing. And, I think uh, his name was Buddy. Mm-hmm. And it was just a trip to me, like the people sitting in the pews. Yeah. Put their instruments out. Yep, man. I was like, man, put that that tambourine, yeah. that harmonica. Man. Yeah. I was like, man, this is, that's what I'm talking they got about. Loose, yeah. boy. And that oh, gentleman that man. pulled out that uh, is a he's a he's an elder or something at another church. Mm-hmm. And he the one he got that truck on the back. It say something about if God will, I will, or something like mm-hmm. that. And like you say, man, he put he got up, man. He had his coveralls on, man. He looked he looked like some of my elders, man, my peoples. You know what I'm saying? And he. He hit but that, that uh, just changed the energy in the whole it, place when it, it did. It that. brought it down home, mm-hmm. man. He stood up with that. Everybody in the audience had a tambourine. That's what I'm saying. That 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 whole it changed all the energy yeah. in there instantly, man. Like it was like it was like a hoedown or something. Mm-hmm. It was like being in a barn. We just got transported back in the days, almost. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Ah, that's amazing. I'm, that's a trip that you brought that up. That show <laughs> is true. And them cats that was there singing too. Uh, um, I can't think of their names but if you look at, on the website we got an article up about them and we'll link it down below but uh man it was it was, it was church yeah. <laughs> it was jamming mm-hmm. i ain't gonna lie that just between me you and the fence post man that's one of my favorite parts of church <laughs> i go you know the music and i need to hear the preacher say some deep stuff out the word that i ain't never heard before mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and break it down mm-hmm. in a way i don't i ain't familiar with I love that, but then I like to sit. I sit by the band so I can see like a show. Because mm-hmm. I be, I be enjoying myself. Yeah, I, and I, I always like to listen. I, I never, never really like to sing. That was just me. You didn't like to sing? No, mm-hmm. no, nah, nah, I don't sing in church because I don't know, no, I don't know none of the words. To be honest with you, I know some of them, but I don't know. I just couldn't sing, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, I just. You know, I mm-hmm. guess in my head I'm saying it, mm-hmm. but uh, I ain't finna be. <laughs> ain't gonna do that one. <laughs> Here's a question though: mm-hmm. Would you sing at a Frankie Beverly and Mays concert? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and I was singing at a Cameo concert. Oh, <laughs> oh. word up! Everybody sing. Uh, when you hear the song, you got to get it underway. <laughs> That's another that dope one. group. It is. We, man, we gotta do them yeah. next episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of these next episodes. Woo wee. That uh single life. Si- oh, single life. The strange. She's strange. Uh, uh uh Shake Your Pants. Shake yeah, that's one of the earlier joints. <laughs> yeah. Shake your pants. You know who I first how I first heard that album, man? Uh Cameo. Guess where it was? It was in Grandma's house. Yeah. That same house with that. <laughs> That wayward spirit or whatever was in there, you know what I'm saying? My my aunties and uncles, um, but they were some of the youngest ones were teenagers and in, in early twenties at that time, and they was bumping that that mm. good stuff. And I was like four or five mm. bumping that, and I was like, oh man, this is dope. No, I, I probably wasn't because that was eighty six, eighty seven. So I was sixth, seventh grade. Come to think of it, mm. but anyway, it was dope. To this day, mm. I didn't turn my kids on to that. Boy, you got the Anytime you're in the car with me, that's going to play. One of them songs is going to play at some point. Mm-hmm. Mm. But, hey, man, we don't want to draw it out too long. I think y'all agree that Frankie Beverly May is dope, ain't it? Yep, yep. Mm-hmm.
Hey, what's good? Love. Okay, we coming back with the words from the elders. We just got through telling y'all how important that was to us. And uh, of course, we have to come with it every week. Um, this week, we're going to pitch the ball. We're going to do a handoff to my grandfather, Robert Jenkins Sr. Once again, uh, we got some good feedback on the site. Everybody was uh, interested to hear what he's saying. And so we're going to bring him back again this week. And in this cut, he's going to talk to us about um, how he met my grandmother. Her name was Dorothy Parker. And allegedly, we are related to Quanah Parker, the Indian chief, the Comanche, Kiowa Comanche Indian warrior and chief. But there has been some doubt cast on that over the years, and I'll, I'll get into that later. But actually, if you listen closely to this clip right here, mm-hmm. my grandpa cast some doubt on whether we, we got Indian in us. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we're going to let uh, Mr. Robert Jenkins Sr. talk about meeting my grandma and how they came out to West Texas. Hey, Grandpa, uh, let me ask you this. You say uh, you used to, used to live in Bryan when you was a little boy. And um, tell me how you met uh, Grandma Dorothy. How, how'd you meet her and run into her and, and all I that? I met her back in 19... I, let, I met her in 1943. Uh, 40, mm-hmm. When I first met her, I went to school, play. And to tell her to be truthful, she was in a she could show speaking. She's in a dialogue. And I mean, she could show speak that. And I was looking at her. I, I'm going to get that girl. I was there with my sister. And she saw me. She asked her, uh, said, asked who I was. She told him, that was my brother. She said, I like him. And that made me ready then. And sure enough, I met her about, I met Henry first. And later on, uh, the guy where I, that was in 43, we came out in West Texas, out in Sudan Museum. And he, uh, one evening, he told me, he said, he wanted me to come go up. He was going to move the Parker family down there. And I went with him. And, uh, that's when I met up with her. We messed around later in marriage. So that was a, who was, who was the, it was a man that was moving their family? Who was he? Yeah, a Valentine. He was called him Valentine. Uh-huh. Good Terry. That was his last name, Good Terry. Uh-huh. Valentine Good Terry. But, but what was he? He was Spanish. Spanish guy had a big truck. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. And that was in 43 or so? Yeah, 43, uh-huh. That was the fall of 43. 43. And on, that's when I met. Next somebody I met was Henry. And then I met her uncle, her daddy, and uh, and that's all, all I met. What was, what was Grandma Dorothy's daddy like? Oh, he was a he was a good guy, and he was uh, a lot of people give him a, a rough name, but he wasn't no he wasn't no bad guy. Was he an Indian? Mm, no, he looked kind of like Indian, but he wasn't no Indian. He might have a little of it in him, but he wasn't no Indian. Indian. Mm-hmm. So he was just light skinned looking. Yeah, kind of light skinned, kind of like John. All right, so, uh, man, as always, it's a lot of little gems and jewels dropped in there. You know what I'm saying? A lot of little interesting things. What was the – anything catch your, catch your ear on there? 
Um, a couple things did. Um, I I just like the the fact of listening to the story mm-hmm. of like how he met, you know, him grandma and how they met, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, and just. I, every time I hear stories, I always visualize everything anyway. Mm. So, you know what I mean? So I can kind of see it. Like he said, I like him. I'm, I was ready. I like, was ready. I, ready. <laughs> like, I feel that. Like, <laughs> he said, I'm going to get her, man. Like I can just imagine, you know what I mean, just the time frame and everything mm-hmm. that's going on. Mm-hmm. That kind of love at first sight type thing. Like, yeah. Okay, who was that? Like, yeah. 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 I need, yeah. Grandma, was a, she was a fox too. So he made Simmons a fox, but uh, Dorothy Parker was a fox too. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot, but um, and she told some good stories. So y'all, y'all stay tuned because later on in this October, a matter of fact, the show after this and the next next show for the week before Halloween and Halloween, we're gonna put up some dope radio. You know, you remember them old time radio productions where they had like plays and shows on the radio, like War of the World. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like HG Wells, yeah. War of the World. That's the main one that people had people went jumping crazy. off buildings. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, I, we produced some um, some of those type of two of those stories that Grandma Dorothy used to tell us. One of them is about a mythical beast called a Mexican scoby, and don't get mad at me, y'all. That's just what they called it. I'm just telling you what they called it. They said it was a Mexican scope, but they didn't know what it was, but it was some horrible beast from, it wasn't from East Texas, so they figured it, well, it must be from Mexico, because I ain't mm-hmm. never seen it around here. Now, I don't know um, <laughs> if I agree with that logic 100%, but yeah. <laughs> it could have been, it may have been from Mexico. We don't know. Uh, the other story is uh, something that we talked about earlier on the show when grandpa was talking about when he was hunting out there and uh that invisible thing so we did another production of that too so y'all stay tuned next week and the week after that y'all gonna hear uh them old time radio show productions you know what i'm saying and you will have to be a paid subscriber unfortunately well fortunately because art is work Mm -hmm. and work deserves to be compensated right you got to help us out i agree we gotta help aside. We struggle. We starving artists. Mm. <laughs> not really, but uh, you know. What I'm saying? <laughs> so anyway, we not really starving artists. But hey, uh, what's the other thing that caught your ear, bro? You was just telling me about it. About uh, the Valentine Good Terry. Right, right. <laughs> when when I recorded that, this was uh, like oh five or something like that, or old. I can't remember. It's getting fuzzy. Like oh three, mm-hmm. somewhere <laughs> off in there, and. Uh, Grandpa said, uh, he said a, a guy named Valentine Goodterry moved him up to Lubbock, moved my grandma's family up to Lubbock. And I remember being confused when he said that. Listen to him. I was like, Valentine Goodterry? What kind of name is that? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, he, and, that, and that's why on the, on, the, on the clip, when you hear me, I say, well, Grandpa, what was he? I don't know if I've meant what was he nationality or what was he, what did he do for a living? Why was he moving him or something? And he said, oh, he was Hispanic. And that started me to thinking like, oh, 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 it's not, it may not be Valentine Goodterry. That's my grandpa's way of saying Valentino Gutierrez. Gutierrez, Gutierrez. I think. That could be wrong. You know, I can't read the man's mind. Goodterry. Good Terry, Valentine, Good, Good Terry. Terry. Yeah. 
<laughs> Valentine Everybody yeah. I know named Gutierrez, I'm gonna start calling him Good Terry. Good Terry. Nah, I ain't gonna do that. They're gonna look at you like, <laughs> hey, what? What? Good, what you calling me? Good Terry yeah. for? The other thing that, the funny thing in there that stood out to me, like when he said, I'm ready, that was funny. Uh, when he said, oh man, he said he saw my grandma at a play. And she was for a school play. She was doing a part of dialogue. And he said, boy, she sure could speak them words. Mm -hmm. And it's a trip because I think she only had a seventh grade education. Mm -hmm. And he didn't really have an education. You know what I'm saying? I think he said something about third grade. Uh, may have gone as far as third grade. Mm -hmm. He couldn't read. But he could he could write cursive to, mm -hmm. to sign his name. But he, could, he used to always tell me, uh, he used to call me Tiger. He's like, Tiger, come here. Read this right here. It's too little. I can't see it. <laughs> but he really couldn't read it. So yeah. that was his way of playing it off. You know what I'm saying? But having said that, Grandpa was cold-blooded. I, I always tell, I, I almost said goat. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I always tell my brother Cam, uh, if, if the zombie apocalypse hit, uh, and I can have a if I could pick a all time greatest greatest mm -hmm. team members from alive and dead and pull somebody back to be on my team, I pull Grandpa back. Mm -hmm. That sure. dude was cold blooded, yeah. man. <laughs> I feel like I'm like one third the man he was. You know what I'm saying? Like them cat, them old cats like that, man. That's another reason we like words from the elders too, man. I like being around them older cats because they know how to do stuff. And 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 you know what? <clears throat> I think contributes a lot to that was technology mm. coming into our generations the more technology that's been introduced mm -hmm. it's like the less people know how to do physically you know what i mean it's like mm -hmm. it's a machine that does it or it's an app that can do it or yeah i got an app for that i can call such and such call them to bring this call them to do this call mm -hmm. that and it's like when it comes down to what can you do with these with these greasy mitts, you know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> these, like, these greasy yeah, mitts, these greasy mitts right here, man. You got to put them on so make them work, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's man. That's a that's so true. And uh, my grandma Dorothy used to tell me that every generation gets wiser but weaker, and I feel like that's true. Mm -hmm. My kids can they know things I don't know and know how to do. It's mainly technological stuff, but. I don't know if they are physically as strong as me, and I, that's weird because I don't feel like I like I say I'm one third the man Grandpa was. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So that's I think that's by design, though, man. Hmm. Make everybody complacent and and dependent. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It very put you, well puts you in be. a bad position. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've seen some, I don't want to get too deep on that, but I have seen some, some stuff being in the military. I've seen Marines that when, like when Hurricane Katrina hit, I knew a Marine cat. He was, he was like, man, if the power go out, how are we going to cook? And I was looking at the cat like, ain't you a Marine? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what you mean? How are we going to cook? Ain't you got a barbecue grill, a gas grill? You ain't got... You ain't got a pot. You ain't got... Come on. You got a fireplace. We going to dig a hole in the ground. That's what uh, that's one of the things Grandma Dorothy taught my Aunt Jean how to do, for example. How to dig a hole in the ground and start a fire and cook on it. Mm. Anyway, man, um, it's, a, it's another thing that uh, I kind of wanted to touch on that uh, Grandpa mentioned in there. Where did I, what was I saying, bro? About, uh, about her dad. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the, the kind of the... Oh, it's a little sad, I think, because uh, <laughs> Grandma Dorothy told me 
that her dad was an Indian and her sisters have confirmed it. At least one of them confirmed that, yeah, he was an Indian. But grandpa say he wasn't no Indian. But who would know? I don't know. And you know what I'm saying? Can I tell you what your daddy is? Ain't? Yeah. I just meet you. Yeah. And I know you. Yeah, we we kicking it. We tight. But I can tell them your daddy ain't this, your daddy. Man, I know what my daddy was. You can't. Right, right. I don't know. That's just funny to me to say that. Like, he could say, no, he wasn't. You were light skinned, no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was light skinned. I said, oh, grandpa, don't start that, man. <laughs> <laughs> said he was, he was a pretty boy. He was. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, though? The reason I, I, I have questions about it now, because um, a few years ago, the kids got me a. Uh, what you call that DNA test stuff that mm-hmm. uh I forget what you call it, but that ancestry stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh I took the I took the test and the whole time I was like, oh man, I'm giving my DNA. Then I realized, well, I've been in the military twenty something years, they already got my DNA, so whatever. So I happily spit in that little vial, <laughs> sent it back to them, you know. And uh man, it came back. I I know I got black and white in me. Okay, I duh. I want to know how much Indian I got in me. So that's really what I took the test for. And man, when it came back, I had like 0.202, something, I don't know, something, less than 1%, much less than 1% of Indian. So I say, uh, he, could he have been an Indian then? Because if he was my great grandpa, I don't know how to, how to, how the DNA filters out after so many generations. From what, from what tribe though? Well, supposedly we had done some research in the fam that mm-hmm. said, um, we was Kiowa Comanche. Like I say, related to Corner Parker, Chief Corner Parker. Mm-hmm. Um, and Is that we, one of the civilized tribes? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think the Comanches are warlike. Mm-hmm. That's what they, Corner Parker, like, kind of like took them in a more peaceful direction, I thought. But anyway, it was, then again, I, you know what? He was half white, too. So maybe that's where some of that white is coming from. That Anglo, as they say. Yeah, I know. Corner Parker mom. was. Yeah. So who who we supposedly related to or descended from. But uh, we did have a, a cat in our family. I think his name was Jonah Parker, who was, uh, I believe, and I didn't do this research myself. My cousin Ethel did. But she said that, or Tommy Lee, my uncle Tommy Lee, cousin Tommy Lee. Either way, they said they found Jonah Parker has an Indian registration number. So it's to me, it's still inconclusive. Mm. It's still inconclusive. We need to find out, bro, because they owe me. Or they owe us. <laughs> so they got some money on that. Yeah, they owe us. Yeah. Don't, you, don't you get some ducks for being part some, Indian or some something? Schooling. I need something. a casino. I need all that. I met a cat at work the other day, man. Uh, his last name was, oh, man. Oh, I can't even. Oh, I can't think of it. But he was saying he was uh, from the, oh, man, I think it was the Ojibwe, Ojibwe tribe or something like that up in Oklahoma. And. Either way, his his last name was really unique, and he was saying when you see that, that's there's only three or four variations on that name, and they all end with. A, I wish I could. It's pointless to even tell you now because I can't remember the name. But anyway, um, the other thing you were talking about uh, some of that spookiness. What 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 was we talking about on that? Oh, the way that uh, refresh my memory. The way that uh, Grandma Dorothy Daddy died. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, y'all peep this out. It's how it's it's October. I told you <laughs> I like the fall. I told you Halloween, my favorite holiday. Sawin, I, I like to say Sam Hain, but it's Sawin. <laughs> but it looked like Sam Hain because Sam Hain is a dude. That's a that's that crazy looking dude be on the bus. Yeah, 
uh, in the back of the airplane look spooky. Sam Hain, oh, yeah. the spirit of Salwin, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Anyway, don't get me started. But one of the things that um, was kind of spooky is um, Grandma Dorothy's dad, who was may or may not have been an Indian or he might have been a light-skinned brother. We don't, it's, it's the jury's still out, but he was, uh, he, he got murdered. And I think this much is true. He was murdered by, uh, some people that he was sharecropping for, I believe is how the story goes. But he was over there at the guy's house playing poker or playing cards or something. And, uh, he had beat him and won some land off of him, a big plot of land. And of course they didn't like that. So when he was leaving at the poker game that night, say they shot him, climbed up on the second story of that house and shot downward at him. And the, the bullet hit him in the neck mm. and he clutched his throat, bleeding and not being able to breathe and stumbling and uh, staggering around the house. And they said at some point he touched the side of the house trying to hold himself up. But he was falling around the house, falling and walking and trying to live and. Then he finally succumbed, and um, they said his sons, Grandpa, in that in that in that uh, words from the elders right there. Grandpa said he met Henry and John, mm-hmm. and those are my grandma's brothers, older and younger brother, and they had to apparently come from their farmhouse and walk a long way across the field to that house where their dad had just been shot, and they had to put him in a a tin wash tub and carry him back home to his dead body. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But the, the spooky story that grandma Dorothy told me was she, she took me out there one time and Brian, Texas man showed me this house and this little, it, it, it was a dilapidated, ruined old house by this time. But she said, if you come out to that house, cause it was raining that night when he got shot and he was leaving them handprints on there and it was raining and it was kind of smearing them handprints and stuff. And she said, to this day, if you go out to that house in the rain, when it's raining, you'll see bloody handprints going around that house. Mm. And, uh, and I was, man, we rode by that house. I was <laughs> looking at it. And she, she, and you know, she had the jug at me. She had to play with me. She said, you want to go see? No, nah, I don't want to go see. Uh-huh, don't pull up in there. <laughs> Keep going, Grandpa. Keep on. Don't pull up. Uh-uh. Don't pull yeah. over. Don't do it. But anyway, that's... Hmm. I told you, man, that's that's why I love Halloween. I, I mm. guess I got a lot of stories. A lot of that spookiness uh, was told, handed down to me. We got stories about voodoo and all kind of stuff, man. But, yeah, that mm. right there allegedly is a true tale. Mm. Mm. True tale. Yeah. Mm. That's why we do mm. words from your elders. I do declare. <laughs> yeah, as sure as my name is Valentine Good Terry. <laughs> Good Terry. Huh? That's my new alias, man. Oh, <laughs> man. Valentine Good Terry. Uh, you stole it right from yeah, me, man. Say, I wish I'd have thought of that. Now start introducing me. Yeah. At the beginning of the podcast, it's Valentine yeah, Good Yeah, I got Terry. my brother over here, Valentine <laughs> Good Terry. <laughs> Cambrell, a.k.a. Mr. Valentine Good Terry. Valentine Give it up Terry. for Miss Valentine Good Terry. <laughs> 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 All right, folks. Hope y'all enjoy, enjoyed that segment right there. We'll catch you on the rebound. Thank God for showing mercy on me. Brought me home to the plains at the age of three. Occasionally, I stray from the nest, but I always come back to the best. LBK, love a T-E-X-A-S.